3: Recorded live. Again,
4: good afternoon, everyone. This is Gloria, and this is your call to worship for Saturday, December the 10th. It is our 42nd meeting of Refuge from the Storm Conference Call Church.
5: Praise God.
4: And again, I bring you greetings uh, from our pastor, Reverend Millicent Black, And we welcome you to Refuge from the Storm, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. And we thank you all for listening, and thank you for being here again today. We appreciate your faithfulness. Saying, have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Again, thank you for being here and listening so patiently. Our serving team today consists of, of course, Dr. Black, Dr. Millicent Black. Brother Jay Larenville will serve as our worship leader and will guide us through the service. Sister Helena Thompson will lead our altar prayer. And Elder Carolyn Cunningham and Pastor Millicent Black will serve as the speakers of the hour today. And Elder Carolyn Cunningham and Minister Juanita Purdy, I believe, are going to help as our psalmist today. Let me just share a few announcements for the coming weeks. First, a big congratulations and much love to our pastor, Reverend Millicent Yvonne Black, who on next Saturday, December the 16th, will be conferred her master's degree in Christian ministry by the United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio. And I would encourage everyone listening to please uh, tune in. And view the a commencement ceremony by going to Livestream. And I didn't look that up. I think it's, it's either Livestream.com or Livestream.org, one of the two. But if you do a search on Livestream, you can certainly follow it. And that's the United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, the commencement viewing will start at 1.30 So I imagine that by the time the commencement speaker is done, the actual announcement and um, conferring of the degrees will probably be uh, maybe an hour. But if you want to look at the whole um, commencement exercise, please tune in about 1.30 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, Dr. Black may want to elaborate just a little further. And to those born in the month of December Happiest birthday wishes, and I'm one of those, December the 11th, (laughs) this coming Wednesday, December the 14th. uh, If you can, please join us for Wednesday Bible Study, and that'll be at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time, and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our subject is The Promise Affirmed, and the scripture will be Luke the first chapter, the 39th through the 56th verses. If you're able, join us on Saturday mornings for the uh, prayer ministry call led by minister, uh, extremely capable and anointed minister, uh, Juanita Purdy. And that takes place every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. I'm sorry, 8 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern time for about an hour, um, maybe an hour and 10 minutes or so. Uh, Another announcement, uh, Pastor Black would like me to um, let you know that she's endeavoring to establish our membership records for accountability purposes as a house of worship. Um, So she's asking that those uh, who are in a regular attendance and consider themselves to be members to please be prepared to share contact information with us. Uh, Get that actual form into the newsletter, which should be next week. Please uh, email your information to refugefromstorm at AOL.com, and that's specifically for membership uh, accountability and we will make sure that we put every effort to keep that information confidential. It will not it will not be shared with um beyond a couple of people. So if you would please do that for us, we greatly appreciate it. And I just want to remind you all that a recap of uh, Dr. Black's sermon or any of her invited guest speaker sermons are on talk U if you want to listen to the recorded message, and then we have a synopsis in the actual newsletter. And uh, it's not just for taking up space. It's so that you can go back and refresh and recall all the magnificent messages that God has given her through the week. And it's uh, for your encouragement and the building up of the saints. So we appreciate it, and thank you for uh giving me this opportunity to give you call to worship and give you these brief announcements. So at this time I will turn it over to Brother Jay Larenville, uh who will continue as our worship leader.
3: Amen. Yeah. Amen.
1: We'll have a um opening hymn.
0: That's from Sister Juanita. It doesn't say her name.
1: Who's given the oh. opening him?
3: It, it 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 was Sister Juanita. She may have not gotten to be with us yet. Nevertheless,
1: Okay, we have, we have scripture, scripture by me, Jay, Brother Jay, we're reading um, reading Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, King James Version, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is giving, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father the prince of peace of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. We have prayer for God. We come together in your church. And the Holy Spirit, that we may serve you with all our hearts. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for the opportunity to worship you on today. We thank you. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ for your son who lives and reigns with you. And the Holy Spirit forever and ever. Amen. 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 And we have um, a song, opening song. Was that by
3: When the world from you withhold of its silver and its gold, and you have to get along with meager fare Just remember in his word. How he seeks a little bird take your burden to the Lord and leave them there Leave it there Leave it there Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. If you trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Amen. Amen. And we have our
1: altar prayer by Helema Thompson.
2: here. Um, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to get together to worship you in song and in word. I thank you, Lord, that you are so awesome that who would have thought years ago that such a time as this would come that you would give man the wisdom to create this thing called a telephone where we could gather all from every part of the country in the world and know you because we have you in common common, and we know that there is no distance in knowing you. I pray for this service today, for your blessing to be upon every speaker and singer alike as well as every listener. I pray that everything that is done will be anointed by you, Lord, and that you will bring more people to come into the circle and to join us. I ask you, Lord, for every one of the PIs all over the world today, those that are hurting in their bodies, their mind and have broken spirits, that you may send them a friend, a sign, a word And lift them up this day and remind them that they are not forgotten. That's right. I just praise you, Father God, for who you are and what you are about to do through this ministry. And thank you for Pastor Millicent, that you chose her and hand-selected her, and that she obeyed your call. And I ask you to anoint her and her staff, every helper, that she needs, may you supply to her. I just thank you, and I praise you for her ministry, and I pray that you would anoint the message today, every song, every word that is spoken. Oh, I also would like to pray, Father God, for our nation. Yes, Father, I pray that as we come into the new year and we have a new president, that we can believe for a new day, that things will change because of you, not because of who he is, but that you will surround him with your children to give him your wisdom to lead this nation. And I pray for peace to come upon us, our country and the world, Father God, that the fighting and the killing will cease and that you will anoint your children so mightily that they will touch the hearts of those that have grown cold and minister to them. Thank you, Father, in advance for all that you're about to do this day and every day forward. In your precious name, amen. 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 Amen.
5: Thank you,
6: Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: By Elder Carolyn Cunningham Thank you Thank
6: Brother James um, Praise God This is the day the Lord has made Let us rejoice and be glad Indeed First I'm going to play a recording Of what is known as the Magnificat The Song of Mary The lyrics are taken From Luke 1 46, 55 <laughs> The praises of Mary to God. Then I will read the scripture from Luke one thirty eight, followed by a short message. Pastor Millicent will then give us a message from Luke one forty six to fifty five. Praise God.
0: Thank <laughs>
5: Thank mm-hmm. you.
6: Praise God. Amen. 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 Let us begin. Luke one thirty-eight. Mary answered, I am the Lord's servant. Let everything you've said happen to me. Accepting God's will for us in Christ Jesus, such a hard task. Impossible, really, except through the power of the Holy Spirit. As the angel Gabriel told Mary in Luke one thirty seven, for with God nothing will be impossible. For Mary, that meant that she would conceive a baby without knowing a man. He would be the son of God. Her cousin Elizabeth would conceive and give birth to John the Baptist. Even in her old age, nothing shall be impossible. For us, we will grow in Christ, in spite of the hardships we suffer. It also means that our targeting will end, though some say that it won't. Indeed, it will end. Just as God chose Mary, he has chosen us, chosen us for the tough task of witnessing for him to the enemy under extremely harsh conditions, losing family, friends, reputations, being lied about, lied to, Betrayed, and the list goes on, and we go on. Mary, the mother of Jesus, continued living her life. Her pregnancy was showing when she returned from visiting her cousin, Elizabeth. She was rebuked wherever she went. Her parents rejected her. The people in the village vilified her. Even Joseph, to whom she was betrothed, thought she had been with another man. At 15 years old, in this harsh society that she was a part of, being pregnant without marriage was an extremely heavy burden to bear. She was frightened, but she continued on. As people who are targeted, we at times become frightened, frightened about the evil surrounding us, frightened about the precariousness of our lives, at times wondering what will happen to us next wondering who will betray us next. Can we trust this person or that person to help us at best or to not hurt us at least? It often feels like stepping into a minefield, wondering when or if another explosion will go off. When or how will the next disaster or catastrophe occur? We are frightened by what we know as well as by what we don't know. Similar to Mary. Mary already knew what the reactions would be to her pregnancy. She didn't anticipate, however, the difficulties she and Joseph would encounter. She didn't know they'd have to travel to Bethlehem. And she never thought that they would find comfortable, that they would not find comfortable, and a safe place for her to give birth to the Son of God. Baby Jesus, nevertheless, was born outside, safely, securely, and healthily in a manger. His parents have endured homelessness, yet they and he survived. Some of us go through homelessness, yet we survive. The baby Jesus himself was stalked and hunted by Herod, who wanted to kill him as he perceived Jesus a threat to his kingdom. We who are targeted are stalked, hunted, and harassed, as if we are criminals. Others are told that we are a threat to society when we are not. The only threat we are is to Satan and his army. That sounds like a good place to be, a threat to Satan and his army. This means that we are being protected by God. Many times it doesn't look like it or feel like it. It didn't look like it for Mary, Joseph, or Jesus, yet they were for all the days of their lives, protected by the power of the Holy Spirit, strengthened in their daily lives through the Holy Spirit, and so are we. We are protected, empowered, and strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit through God the Father in Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father. Help us to receive your message of love, endurance, empowerment, and strength this holy season of Christmas. Father God, help us to be stronger in our faith through the power of your Holy Spirit. Help us to stay focused on celebrating your gift to us of your Son, Jesus. Help us to follow Mary's examples of strength and faith in your promise of eternal salvation. Help us to look to your son, Jesus, during those moments when we feel we can no longer bear our suffering. You gave us Jesus who bore the suffering of humankind. Through you, through Jesus, and through the power of your Holy Spirit, we declare victory over all suffering this Christmas season. Amen. Amen.
3: Now we'll have a message from uh, Reverend Millicent. Thank you, Dr. Callum. What a way to help us to be reminded. <laughs> People get caught up on the hustle bustle and the shopping and the decorations and sometimes forget about the reason for the season. But the reason is the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and the importance was that he could not have been born without a woman. That woman was the the Virgin Mary Mary. that Elder Carolyn just told us about. So I'm going to continue as we're in somewhat of a tag team this afternoon with Luke 1, chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, Uh, which is closest, I think, to the King James Version, which is really what I like. And it says, Mary responded, Oh, how my soul is the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Oh, Lord, we thank you now for this time of of delving a little deeper into the womb, God. Take us where we need to go. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accessible in thy sight, O oh God, my strength and my redeemer. Last Saturday, during the prayer team meeting, Sister Juanita shared with us the concept of praise breaks. That's literally stopping whatever you're doing to praise God for his wonderful work toward us. So on last Monday... She sent us reminders on the threes of each watch of the day 6 a.m., 9 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., etc. When we got the reminder, we were to stop and for seven minutes praise God. We each were to stop whatever we were doing if possible and praise God through Scripture and from our hearts for the many ways in which He has blessed us and provided for us. Then on Tuesday morning's prayer call, we shared our victory. I couldn't miss the feelings of exhilaration as I went through the scriptures and through the memories of my heart about all the ways God has kept his promises to be with me, to help me, to uphold me, to never leave me, and to never forsake me. So today, this third week of the Advent, we turn our attention to the women and to the woman of all women, the one who at 15 years of age was determined to be old enough to have a husband. This woman did not get to go through the marriage confirmation. However, she had been chosen to be married to God in a way that would bring about the birth of the savior of the world. Other women in the Bible have been remembered for their songs of praise unto God for God's mighty act. Miriam is credited with the song of praise sung by Israel after the sea crossing in Exodus 15. And it reads, Then Miriam the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine and led all the women as they played their tambourines and danced. And Miriam sang this song, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. Then Hannah sang a song of thanksgiving unto the Lord after God took away her reproach of barrenness and gave her a son who they called Samuel. And Samuel actually anointed David as king. David. From whose lineage Jesus would come. So then Hannah prayed and said, my heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. I've heard both of these scriptures put to music, and what beautiful songs they make. As they remind us of how we can reach the heart of God through praise and thanksgiving. So as seen in the songs I've just read, and in what Minister Carolyn has shared, the focus of Mary's song was liberation, for she was a candidate for oppression by the political leaders as well as the, her own people. The law said she could be stoned to death. The community, you know how cruel people can be. And what about her peers, her friends, and her family? We would not think of Mary as one who had to humble. After all, she lived with her parents. She had a home and was properly espoused to be wed. However, the unthinkable has come upon her, not of a man, but by God. Yet she sang praises to God as she focused on God's holiness, God's mercy, and God's attention to those who were suffering. In each of the three songs we heard this afternoon from Miriam, from Hannah, and from Mary, God is magnified. So let's look at how Mary's magnificence serves as an example of how we should praise God, much like the model prayer is an example of how we should pray to God as taught by Jesus. First of all, praise is almost an ordinance of the church. It's as important as baptism and communion. Psalm 150 leads the way of the instruction to the church on what we are to do. In fact, we were created to praise God. The scripture says so. So in Psalms 50, praise Lord, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise his unequaled greatness. Praise him with a blast of the ram's horn. Praise him with the lyre and harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with the strings and flutes. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Notice how from heaven to earth, everything was to get involved in praising God. The second thing, praise begets praise. But it is a response unto itself. It seems that the more thankful you are, the more you have to be thankful for. The more we think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for us, my soul, my hands, my heart, and my lips cry out, hallelujah. Thank God for all he's done for me. I'm reminded of hearing a sermon preached by the late Reverend E.B. Hill of Los Angeles, California, Pastor Hill told us of what happens in heaven when the 4 and 20 elders would witness the magnificent things that God would do. He said every time they turned around, God had done something else more awesome than the last thing, and they would bow down and say, holy. They would get up and look around, and God would have done yet another spectacular thing, and they would all bow down again and cry, holy. That's the way it can be in our lives if we would just allow ourselves to look back at how far God has brought us. Allow yourself to remember. And every time you think of an awesome thing God has done for you and in your life, I dare you to bow your head and say, holy, hallowed is the name of the Lord God Almighty. Then praises and exaltation only to God. My research referred me back to the praises of Miriam, Hannah, and Mary. Hannah and Mary were praising God from the depth of their souls. It was with their consciousness that they engaged in the praises to God for what great things he had done. One woman prayed for a son. The other learned that she was having not just the son, but the son of God. One woman's son was to crown the king that would be in the family of the other woman's son who was the king of kings. God and only God can arrange history to mean so much to Christianity. Miriam's song was in remembrance of how God had saved Israel from Egyptian slavery. God was never out of earshot to God's people. He told Moses, I have seen the oppression of my people, and I have heard their cry, and I myself have come down to deliver them. Can you remember any times that God sent himself to deliver you? From an abusive relationship, from homelessness, from an addiction, even from yourself. Can you remember when God came down in a dream, a song, a prayer, or even through the mouth of the preacher or teacher to deliver the message that your bondage had ended, that your chastisement was complete? Yes, sometimes God uses our oppression as means whereby our behavior can be corrected. Aren't we glad when we realize the moral of the lesson? All the more at those times we find ourselves praising God. Then praise is the response of an humble heart. It's hard to fake praise. Did you know that? And it's hard to praise God if you think you did it for yourself. Then say, oh, half-hearted, thank you, Lord. You know, you don't really believe that God did it. At least you might start out in your flesh when you really, you know, want to praise. And I just wonder if you've ever done this. You're at church, and, and the preacher says, come on, everybody, let's praise the Lord. And then he comes back to, oh, you can do better than that. Somebody else, said, we shouldn't have to pump you up to praise God. And so then people just start to praise. But if you keep it up, your spirit will take over, and you are no longer ever lost for words. However, with all meekness, we come before God's throne. And in our close closets, we might just sit or read a scripture, or sing a song. With the heart of thanksgiving, we allow our mouths to be filled with words of praise, and our spirits will begin to share in the life-giving presence of the Holy Spirit. Our cup begins to fill with that living water, and before long, they might think we've been drinking if someone walked in and saw us. Because our praise would start bubbling up. And it would just bubble up and bubble up. But it would have been the holy wine that made us glad. Then the best praise is spontaneous praise. I don't know if any of you have have ever been um, going through YouTube videos, especially of of gospel singing and, and run across one that says praise break. And if you were to stop and look at it, everybody would be praising. I mean, they would be into it, especially those who are the Kajic, uh religion or denomination. I I was at a Kajic meeting one year. It was a week long meeting, and y'all, they got they know how to praise, and it seemed like they were just someone would just have to get the beat going, and everybody knew what to do. I tried that a time or two, y'all. My legs wouldn't do what they two do. <laughs> so do you remember ever being in church and one person gets up to praise the Lord? Maybe it's testimony time or the floor is open for praise reports. Do you remember how the sister might start with a song and then give her words of praise and thanks to the Lord for what he had done for her? She might get started and the congregation is in agreement as they remember what he has done for them. And before long, another jumps up to tell what God has done for her, and another shares what God has done for him until the house is on fire with praise. It's great to see this kind of praise. Spontaneous praise is what is called going on in the house of God. If God really inhabits the praises of his people, this would be a time that God and the angels will come down to behold the gratefulness of God's people. And the last one is praise helps us to remember and makes us never want to forget. There's a song that I love to hear written by John P. Key, and it says, I never can forget what he's done for me. Well, when he's delivered you and brought you through, when he has kept you standing, when everybody said you were going to fall, when he's made you succeed, when everyone said you were a failure, I would never want to forget that. I would never want to forget the one that kept me from going over the edge. I would never want to forget the one that that saved me when someone was seriously trying to hurt me. I would never want to forget the one who would not let me stop or give up when it seemed like the next step was just too hard to take. There are a lot of things that have happened to us in our lifetime that we would rather forget. There are even some people we wish we'd never met. But when it comes to the many things God has done for us, the many ways in which God has blessed us, we should never want to forget. And when we remember, praise should always be on our lips. Magnificent. One word can describe the love that God showed for us when God wrapped himself in the womb of a woman and came to save God's world. Magnificent. The baby was named Jesus, conceived of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. Magnificent. All were present at the creation of the universe, and all were active in the plan to save the world from its sin. Thank God for Jesus.
2: Magnificent. Amen. 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 Man,
3: hallelujah. Amen hallelujah. Thank you, oh, Thank amen,
2: you. amen. Thank you,
3: Lord. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Perhaps you are listening this afternoon and you want to know more about what it is that would make a Christian praise God so much. What is it that would make us want to praise God in a way that would cause us to never want to forget? what he did for us. What is it that would make us want to praise God in a way that we can't stop? It's the love of God through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And so we want to introduce you to him this afternoon. We want to invite you to join the family of God that will allow you to become the benefactor of the shed blood of Jesus Christ that washed away your sin and makes you eligible for adoption. In the family of God If that be you this afternoon I invite you to pray this prayer With me Lord God thank you For the magnificent way In which you made a way For me to become a member Of the family of God I ask you this day to forgive me For my sins I believe that Jesus Christ Is your son And that he died for my sins and I accept the free gift of salvation. Lord, take my life. Make it what you want it to be. Help me to walk in the way you have called me to walk and to fulfill your call on my life for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. You prayed that prayer with me this afternoon. We want you to contact us. Let us know. Send us an email to referencefromstorm at com. Give us your name and your contact information, and we will get right back with you. We want to explain to you more about what you have done this afternoon, about the free gift you have received. We also want to pray with you about any concerns that you might have. And anyone else, I want to remind you that we want we want you to be a member of Refuge from the Storm. As a as a member, you just we're just holding on to your seat at at the, at the table. Some of you do have pastors and home churches, and, and I understand that and appreciate it. But for those of you who don't. The purpose of refuge from the Storm is so that you will have a a spiritual community to which you can belong. It's so you will have a pastor that can stand up for you, that can pray for you, and that can write letters or whatever needs to be done on your behalf. It's important to be connected in this day and time, not to anything. It's important to be connected to the church of the living God. Now, if there is a song at this time, uh, we'll be happy to hear it great
5: is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness money by money new I see all I have need Thy hand hath provided Great is Thy faithfulness Lord, unto me Great is Thy faithfulness O God, my Father There is no shadow of turning with thee, thou changes not, thy compassions they fail not. As I have been, thou forever will be, great is faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see, all I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Hallelujah. Praise God.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Thank
3: you. Praise God. Great is thy faithfulness. What a a fitting song for the end of this service. Because from the very beginning until now, We've talked about the faithfulness of God to come down and see about us. And he didn't just come to see about us. He he tabernacled among us. And then when Jesus went back to heaven, he left us the Holy Spirit so that we would know that we are never alone. Thank you so much, Gloria. Thank you, Jay, for stepping in and, and taking this challenge. I hope that you were comfortable in that place. You did a wonderful job. I appreciate it, Helena. Thank you so much for praying, and and I mean standing up in the strength of the Lord mm-hmm. and take, taking our needs before God. Carolyn, I just so appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed that tag team message giving. Uh, it, it, it was such a great experience for me. I did. Thank you. Thank Amen. you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Man, such a wonderful message. I pray that each of you got something out of it. I pray that that the um, that we received from sister Juanita on on last Saturday you see how God brought it brought it back to us he in, in in a week's time he kept us going all week long we got the challenge last Saturday to praise God seven times a day on Monday we we took the time to praise God for those seven times and we met on Tuesday night and there was cause to praise God as we Heard that even in in times of challenge and suffering, there was someone who also went through the that challenges and suffering, and she was the mother of Jesus. Someone is, 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 is there is some you hear some noise in the line. If that might be your phone, would you please mute? Yes,
1: sir.
0: Okay. I'm sorry.
3: Hello? So, then today God brought us right on back to praise. And that's focusing on why we as a church of people to praise God. For God's love for us, for Jesus Christ, and Certainly for Mary, the woman God chose to be the bearer of the Son of God. For announcement, I want to invite all of you to Bible study on Wednesday night. I believe Sister Gloria is going to be leading us. Prayer, prayer, Sister Gloria leading us. Uh, Do join me in. In saying and, and singing "Happy Birthday" to Sister Joy, so tomorrow is that big day for her.
0: Happy birthday to you. Happy
3: birthday to you. Happy
5: birthday to you.
3: Happy birthday to you. Amen. And many, many, many more.
6: Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Is there Mm -hmm. anything else that needs to be said at this point in time? If not, then we'll have the benediction. After that, we'll end the call and those who need prayer, If you'll stay on the line, we'll be happy to minister to you at that time.
2: Dr. Black? Yeah. Yeah, Hi, this is Barbara. I would just like to thank Gloria um, for all that she does, and I know you have many times, but um, (laughs) she just does so much, and the newsletter is just incredible. It is really a work of art. It is just so... um, Uh, she blesses us. So I just wanted to acknowledge that while we're singing to her that, um, you know, that she's that diamond, you know, in the rough. I don't mean diamond in the rough. I mean that diamond that, you know, she's behind the scenes doing everything, and it's just so spectacular. And I just wanted to thank her.
3: Thank you. You know, I'm looking to spring when preferably we can all get together and meet one another, and, and we can 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 give Gloria all the hugs that she deserves and <laughs> because of the, the wonderful work that she does. And I'm going to tell you, it's not without a struggle. Right, Gloria? Amen. Amen. God be the glory. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But, well, Father God, we thank you again for this wonderful, wonderful time. We thank you, God, for this this Advent season when we – Humans on earth is preparing to celebrate the time that you gave us the gift of our gifts. We thank you, O oh God, and we ask it as we walk on into the Christmas season, God, that you will continuously make us grateful for who you are and for what we have been provided. I ask you, God, that you would help us to be mindful of those who don't have it, even as much as we have. Help us, oh God, to be prayerful concerning those who are suffering just as we are. And more than anything, oh, God, help us to be stable and steady in our love for you. But that's what brings us through. Now, God, I ask you to bless each home that is represented here today. Bless the the individual, oh God, and the family. I pray the blood of Jesus over all of your people, oh, God. I ask you, oh, God, to increase their anointing in their lives, that their yokes may be destroyed and their burdens may be removed in Jesus' name.